the flow. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, doesn't know. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusion of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today, we have Q and AF. That's where you bring the cues and 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 I do the AF, the, all the other stuff I do. Um, how do you submit questions? Guys, as always, email your questions in to askandyandyforsella.com. And we have a fee? There's a fee. What's the fee? Fee simple. Share fee is simple, but I'm asking you what the fee is. I didn't ask if it was complicated or yeah. simple. I asked you what it was. Oh, the fee is... is, is and, didn't I? That's what I heard. That's what I heard too. <laughs> it was vague. All right. The fee is very, 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 very simple, guys. All right, sure, DJ's sure. having a hard day. <laughs> so basically, uh, here's the fee. If you like the show, share the show, all right? We have many different formats of the show, most of which aren't for you. Um, they're for me. It's therapy, okay? Today is Q&AF. This actually is a show for you. This is where I take my vast knowledge of how to be a bad motherfucker and make a whole lot of fucking money, and I share it with you for fucking free. So that's what you're about to hear. Um, then we have CTI, which is Cruise the Internet, which is basically DJ and all the guys and myself making fun of fucking you guys out in the public. All right. And then there is Real Talk, which is I tell you the truth and nobody likes the fucking truth. So that show is definitely not for you. And then we have Full Length uh, Podcast, which is basically me and a guest teaming up on you uh, to tell you that you're a loser and that you need to get to work. So this show will actually help you. The rest of the shows will probably just remind you that you need to work. Yeah. All right. So it's called Real AF. I mean, I'm fuck. Fuck. It is what the fuck it is. It is what it is, man. Okay. We got three good ones for All you, right. brother. Is that too harsh? I don't care if it is. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, question number one. Uh, what, what, what is your take on handling bad leadership, specifically within the law enforcement uh, community? So. Uh, this guy's a police officer. He has terrible culture and leadership within inside of his department. What's your advice for him uh, on handling that? Is this the leader asking the question, or somebody who's no? Under this the is, he's, a, he's a police officer. He's work. He works in the police department, and his leadership in the police okay. department. Let me set. Uh, let me set something straight. First of all, um, most people have complaints about leadership. Hmm. Okay, because leadership is very difficult to do. And what you may think is a fucking problem or is something you don't like may actually be something that's actually for your benefit that you're not aware of because you're too busy criticizing other people's leadership techniques. So until you're a fucking leader and you've led and until you've built culture, you really have no fucking way to understand whether you not ha have good leadership or bad leadership. You really don't. Yeah. How do you know? Yeah. Because yeah. you haven't created it. Okay. So let's point that out. Now I'm going to assume that the leadership is bad and I'm going to I'm going to answer the question. But my point in stating this is uh lots of people bitch about leadership that really don't have a bitch about leadership. They're just bitches. Okay? So I'm going to assume that that's not you. But you're always as a leader you're always going to have people that aren't happy with you. That's part of the job. Part of if you are fucking well liked by every single person all the fucking time uh, you're a shit leader, mm. okay? Now, I'm not saying you go in and be, be mean. I'm not saying you go in and be nice. I'm saying you go in and be fucking appropriate, all right? 
You handle the situations as they come. You do the best you fucking can. You think through them with all, and sometimes you're going to make the wrong call. And sometimes you're going to make the right call and you're going to figure it out. And every time you fit, make the wrong call, you're going to get better. It's a lifelong learning lessons to be a great leader. All right. So maybe cut the person at the top of you a little bit, some fucking slack. Just, just saying it's pretty hard to do. Okay. Now, how do you deal with poor leadership in a scenario where you were part of a team and you were not the leader? Well, that is a really good question. And the way to handle it is to become such a great leader and influential uh, leader to your peers that it transforms the culture of your team without your, the approval or the consent of your actual leadership. What does that look like? Oh, that means being there for your teammates. That means being positive. It means whatever it is you want culture to be, you have to create within yourself. It's called 360-degree leadership. There's a whole fucking book about it. Titled that, by the way. So when you want culture to be good and you're not being a part of the culture that you think needs to be, you are actually the problem. Mm. And not the leader, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So I would start with living up to the culture that you believe needs to be. And instead of blaming Steve and, oh, you got shitty culture, la, 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 la. You think you bitching behind his back to all your people is good culture? Mm. You're living the same standard, motherfucker. It's the guy with the splinter in his eye fucking pointing at the, or the plank in his eye pointing at the splinter in yours. Right. And that's the truth. So before you complain about culture and leadership, are you living what you think culture should be? Are you leading how you think you should be led? Because if the answer to those things are no, then you're the problem. You're not the solution. Oh, yeah, but he's a poor leader and we got to get him out. So I'm going to tank him by acting. La, 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 la. That's loser shit, bro. Loser shit. You'll always lose with that mentality. The best thing you can do if you're in a situation where you're under leadership that you don't believe is living up to it is to start living to that standard, bring your peers along. Then, you know, people don't like to do this because they say, oh, then the leader gets credit for it. Blah, 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 blah. If you're that good, it will be fucking obvious where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. So that's my answer. It's no, that, not what that, people think, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that, that's great. <clears throat> I fucking love it. Any question number have two? You, have, I wonder if this person has ever sat down and said, hey, I'm a little concerned about the leadership or the direction of what's going yeah. on. We'll try to, I mean. Or even try to understand or contribute or, or teach. Yeah. Teaching goes uh, both ways. It goes up and then it goes down. Right. You know how much shit I've learned from the guys in this room that I didn't know? You don't think I've learned every motherfucking leadership lesson the hard way or from people that I know that I was supposed to be leading? I didn't just make the shit up. Right. Right. You know, this is another problem I have with people on the back, like with this kind of question, is a lot of them will just sit there and fucking complain forever. I'm not trying to contribute to And you anything. wonder why yeah. your job sucks? The reason your job sucks is because you're not contributing to a better environment. I mean, I think well, <clears throat> most of these answers can be found by looking in the fucking mirror. That's real. That's real. I mean, but the thing is, like, like too, though, you know, right now, because like he's saying specifically in the law enforcement community, because uh -huh. we see all these tyrants and mm -hmm. and, and pushing down these, enforcing these mask is that, mandates. Is that the angle he's coming from? Yeah, it was law enforcement. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so things like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it, it doesn't change the answer. Yeah. You just say no. Yeah, yeah. It's not saying no. It's be represent. Be the best representative 
of what you believe your job should be at all times, internally and externally. And guess what? You're going to fail at it sometimes. You're probably failing at it now because you hate your leadership. So my point is, is that if you want things to change culturally, it's up to you to change them culturally. It's not the leader's job. It's the fucking you job. And once you start to get better and you start to hold a higher standard and you start to speak different and talk different and teach different and care different, the people around you will do the same. It's contagious. Yes. Both ways, yeah. Yes. And there's no, you know, people say, well, how do I become a leader? Well, it's not someone assigns you the, 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 the title leader. You got to pretend to be a leader before you're a leader and get recognized as a leader. That's how it works. Just like you got to pretend to go to sleep before you actually go to sleep. That's real. Get it? Yeah. Whatever it is you want in life, you have to behave as if that's who the fuck you are. And then shit will materialize around that. It's not the other way around. Yeah. People, people think that you are awarded the position in life and then you start behaving. You start behaving like a billionaire, you'll become a motherfucking billionaire. If you adopt the habits of a fucking multimillionaire, guess what you'll become? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you, you don't just behave that way once you get the millions of dollars. Right. You, you behave the way and then the universe delivers. That's how it works. So if you want better culture, behave the way a good culture uh, contributor would behave and, and you will see it materialize. This is how it works. Your behavior determines the outcome. It's not outcome, then behavior change. It's behavior outcome. And that's how it works in every scenario. Andy, question number two. Uh, can you think back, let's, let's time travel a little bit. Think back to Andy at 19 years old uh-huh. or maybe 18, right before S2 came mm-hmm. along, right? What was the best advice you've been given up to that point? Do the right thing. Hmm. Why, why, was, why was that the, the, the Because best? it's all-encompassing, bro. If you do the right thing, listen, my mom beat this into our heads when we were growing up. You know, there's a famous story that I've told a number of times uh, uh, about Mountain Berry Punch Kool-Aid, hmm. all right? Uh, when I was a kid, in fact, I don't even know where the fucking story is, and I don't feel like telling it, so just plug it in here. We'll find it, okay? Here it is. I feel like that's a stereotype that's perpetuated on unfounded facts. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I've had this lesson literally pounded into me from the time I was about five, six years old um, by my mom. I, uh, it's kind of funny because when I say literally pounded, I mean literally pounded. <laughs> um, we were grocery shopping at the local grocery store here, and I remember we were going down the Kool-Aid aisle, and I wanted to get uh, Mountain Berry Kool-Aid. I remember the flavor because that's that's how severe uh, the lesson was was instilled in me. Yeah, um, it was Mountain Berry, which I don't remember how good it was because mm-hmm. I never actually got to try it. It's pretty good. Is it? Is yeah. it a flavor? Yeah. Cherry's a little bit over the top. It's a little too sweet. But Mountain what is berries. it? Like a mix of berries? Yeah, it's this really smooth. Yeah. Well, uh, I never got to yeah. try it. So, yeah. And this yeah. is this is why. Um, we were going down the Kool-Aid aisle and I wanted to get some Mountain Berry and I said, you know, hey mom, let's get Mountain Berry. And, and uh, she said, no. And I, you know, I went on and on and said, hey, you know, let's get Mountain Berry. Come on, mom, please. Let's get Mountain Berry. No. The answer now, was, now no. was there a reason that she didn't want you to? I, like, yeah, we didn't really have uh, 
I'm assuming, I mean, we didn't have much money when we were younger. So mm-hmm. like, um, I'm pretty sure it was a, a financial thing. She's Unnecessary didn't... expenditure. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, so anyway, we didn't get it and I decided I wanted it anyway. So I actually just stole it. Mm-hmm. Um, I put it in my pocket and then when we got home, I didn't think the whole thing all the way through because I didn't know how to make Kool-Aid, mm-hmm. you know? So when I got home and I wanted to use the Kool-Aid, I had to have somebody make it. So I had yeah. to go to mom and say, Hey mom, you know, make me some Kool-Aid. Yeah. And, uh, when she saw that I took the Kool-Aid home, uh, she unleashed the fire and brimstone of ass beatings upon me. <laughs> um, I had to go back. I had to go in and return the Kool-Aid to the store. So uh, you didn't just get in trouble. Oh, no. Like you had to actually make restitution. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We went right back to the store. That's yeah. how she is, man. Do yeah. the right thing. Do the yeah. right thing. Do the right thing. And that, that got – that's that lesson was so um, – first of all, like I said, the ass beating was enough to, like – make you remember but then the embarrassment of it's one of my first memories honestly Mm -hmm. because i was Mm -hmm. like right in that age where you start remembering things right and um you know that was something i've always remembered and i'm 35 now i still remember that like clear as day Mm -hmm. um and i was lucky enough to have parents that instilled you know do the right thing no matter what in me and i and and i think how that ties into the to the subject we're talking about is how i feel about successful people in business that I've been able to, you know, been fortunate enough to be surrounded with and, and get to know and, and call friends. Um, the people who are truly successful understand what that means mm-hmm. in the business setting. Mm-hmm. And I want to basically go through some ideas and some topics to, to break up that myth of, you know, you've got to step on people to get ahead or you've mm-hmm. got to, you've got to mm-hmm. fuck people over. Or if you've got to do bad shit, you know, to people or take advantage of people. Okay. So that was the story yeah. of Mount Berry Punch. All right. Um, Not that flavor age shit. Yeah. Shit. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> if I'm stealing, I'm stealing the good shit. <laughs> no shit. All right. So, but my point is my mom beat this lesson in my fucking head yeah. over and over and over and over and over again. And um, literally sometimes. Uh, and, you know, my mom always feels like, you know, she didn't, I don't know, she feels like she didn't do a good job or something or like didn't contribute enough for us. But the truth is that she gave me the most important lesson that I could ever fucking learn, mm. which is do the right thing. And uh, doing the right thing is a really fucking hard thing to do sometimes. Um, sometimes doing the right thing is, 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 is doing the wrong thing by someone else's standards of right and wrong, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I believe that the reason that advice was the best advice is because I believe there's, there's a, a karmic nature of the universe. And I believe that when you make, if you try to do the right thing, even if you do the wrong thing, I don't, I don't think it counts against you as long as you will go back and, and, and adjust behavior. Um, I think where you get in real trouble in, in life is when you knowingly do the wrong thing. Um, and so I've always tried to do the right thing. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, <clears throat> some situations are harder than others and, and, you know, but I think, you know, when you do the right thing, I think that good things come to you. I just, I just believe that yeah. uh, whether it be, uh, things that other people recognize in you, meaning like they see that, that you try to do that and they value you in terms of, well, that's a good person or that's a, that's somebody. Integrity. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Or whether that's the laws of, of God and the universe and, everything else that that rewards that intent 
but I am big on intent. And I believe that the intent that you hold in your heart when you make decisions is the intent by which you are judged by and rewarded according to. Mm. And um, so, you know, that sounds like a simple lesson when you're 20 years old, right? But now that I'm not 20 and I have perspective and I can look back on the last 20 years since I was 20, uh, I realized that that really is the most massive important advice that has shaped what you all see as my existence. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's fucking deep. So um, I could go over, I could tell you this. Anytime I've ever violated that law, even a little, I've gotten burnt real fucking bad. Hmm. Um, and the times where I've just really thought I was doing the right thing and I, I happen because that's going to happen. Okay. Like you're going to, there's going to become times in your life where you think you're doing the right thing at the time yeah. and you realize that you aren't. And I think the minute you realize that you aren't, you should make the correction. Um, and I think that when that happens, the universe has grace on you. Mm. Uh, I think where the universe and God and everything really fucking hammers people is when they, when they make decisions knowing that it's the wrong thing. And then yeah. I think that really, I, I think when you compromise that, I believe that when you compromise that, you get punished. That's mm. my personal belief. And that's my personal experience. Yeah. Um, and my personal experience is when you do not violate that, you are rewarded. Even if you make the technically wrong decision, but with the right intent. Mm. And then you go to correct it later. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that would be something like, you know, for example, my political views were a little bit different when I was 20 than they are now. Right. 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 But as I, as I grew and observed and learned, I quickly called that out and I said, well, I used to believe this, but I don't believe that anymore. Right. Right. And like a lot of people, um, my, my views were more liberal when I was younger uh, and they become more conservative because I've recognized how damaging some of the social, the, the social ideals that are pushed by that side of ideology actually damage people long-term, right? Where mm -hmm. people don't know their purpose or they don't understand basic how to communicate or run a family and they're all alone and they don't, you know, there's a lot of shit that really, like when you see it from an adult's perspective from 20 to 40, it's a lot different than when you're 20 years old and you think you got the whole fucking shit figured out. Yeah. And you know, a lot of the people listening to the show are between 18 and 25 and you guys think I'm just some crazy older dude that like is spouting off shit. No, I'm, I'm telling you, you should listen to what I'm telling you because it's real shit. So it's fucking, <clears throat> yeah, I think intent matters a lot. I think you should really work on, this is why I talk about whenever I talk about like haters, like when people, you see someone who is successful and your first reaction is to be angry or jealous about mm -hmm. it. And I think that's natural though. I mean, everybody, oh, yeah. everybody gets it a little oh, bit. Oh, right? for sure, dude. Yeah. Listen, I had to work through this for a long time. Um, I was a fucking wild animal when it came to that. Mm. Okay. Uh, and not that that's not a good way to win. You can win that way. You're just going to be, it, it, it's, it's, you never win better than the people you're jealous of. Yeah. Like it's just, a, you won't be happy. Yeah. And so I think, you know, the, the work I've done on myself was to go from that place of jealousy to automatically like, no, this is a good thing because what, what that shows me is that it's possible. Okay. Because what happens is jealousy comes from a place of lack, 
right? You see someone succeed, you don't have what they have, and you're not secure enough to know that you can do what they did so it angers you, right? When in reality, what you should look at it and how I've always looked at it, even if for a split second it made me jealous, how I've worked to look at it is, all right, cool. I'm glad Steve over there won, who's my main competitor in life and business and my arch enemy, so to speak, because it shows me if Steve can win, I can win. And when you switch your viewpoint to that sort of viewpoint, you will win way fucking bigger and you'll have way more fun because those people that you thought you hated will actually become some of your best fucking friends and you get to like hang out with them and talk strategy and be friendly. And that's the one of the things that Arte really taught me. There's a number of other nutrition company owners. I won't say their names because it's confidential, but they own big companies that are in Arte. And I teach them every motherfucking thing I know. And some of these guys are literally in the exact same space I'm in. They sell the exact same shit. They're, you know, because I'm in a lot of shit, right? So it might be first form or it might be cannabis or it might be tequila or it might be, might be, might be. It doesn't matter. There's a lot of dudes in there that are in a, a, a lot of women who are in a lot of competitive avenues and we share you know it's fucking cool dude and when you could take that energy that used to piss you off and you get hype about it bro it turbocharges fucking everything Hmm. and and that comes from intent you know what i'm saying like you you they if you're one of these people that pretends to be hype for people when they win but in your heart you're still jealous i've never observed those type of people to win and, and I didn't win when I pretended. Like when I used to pretend, oh, I pretend like, oh yeah, that's cool. Really, you know, I'm happy for him. And really I would go like talk shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I would lose then. I, and, and by the way, when I used to do that, sh- that sort of behavior, I was broke then. Hmm. That's broke people shit. That's how broke people think about shit. So, that's powerful shit, man. <clears throat> yeah, so that wasn't even a question. So you motherfuckers better share this show. I just throwing on extra, all kinds of, what's your favorite topping over there? My favorite topping? Yeah. I'm like ice cream. I know you eat ice cream, bro. Uh, Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not really a topping guy. I like my shit mixed in. You put like sprinkles and shit on there? Um, caramel? I mean, I've, been, I've been known to dabble in a little caramel. All right. A little, a little so, caramel. dude, that was just the caramel, bro. Oh, that was the go. caramel on the show. I like it. You know what I'm saying? Bro, you know who always had good caramel fucking Sundays with McDonald's, bro? Yeah. They had that soft serve shit with that. Are they still doing that? Oh, yeah. I haven't yeah. been to McDonald's. I haven't eaten McDonald's in 15 years. Oh, yeah. No, they, they still do it. Yeah. All right. Question number three. Our third and final question. was the fucking caramel. You better share the fucking show. Here's the cherry on top. I think this would be a good one. Question number three for you. Caramel is some good shit, bro. Yeah, I love it. I call it caramel on ice cream. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, so what's the difference? Between caramel? Is that just pronunciation? That's like tomato, tomato? Yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah. Or is it two different things? No, it's the same thing. Okay. But if it's on ice cream, I say caramel. Yeah. If if it's not on ice cream, I say caramel. Really? Mm. That's just me. Is that a black people thing? I think so. Is it? I think so. Yeah, actually. Really? I think so. Oh. <laughs> All the black people are like, fuck yeah, caramel. <laughs> it sounds a little sexier called caramel. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A little toasted caramel. <clears throat> All right. Question number three. Our third and final question for you, Andy. Andy, is it better to be perfect and late or good and on time? Give Come on, us. dude. Come on, dude. Be on fucking time. All right. It has nothing to do with perfect and on time. And that's a bullshit question. That person, you go back to fucking preschool, bro. (laughs) Fuck that question. Be on time, bro. It's the basic shit you can do. First Mm. of all, it's respect. Mm. All right. People, people think they're doing a power flex by like being a couple minutes late. 
Motherfucker, be a couple minutes late for me. <laughs> Do it. I dare you. Yeah. You'll never get a fucking another text from me. You'll never get another call from me. You'll never get a fucking opportunity with me. Fucking ever. Play that shit with someone who's real. Mm. Be on fucking time. Period. Where does that come from? It comes from lazy bullshit internet shit. Yeah. Oh, you, you think you're more valuable because you fucking are perfect and you were late? I would kick your ass right out of this fucking building. Would I not? Yeah. Yeah. Anybody in here disagree with that? Y'all can fuck off with that shit. Be perfect and on fucking time. Have some fucking standards. That whoever wrote that's fucking needs some work. I love it. Yeah. I fucking love it. It's a fucking truth. No, it is the truth, man. Oh, <laughs> It's okay if I'm a couple yeah. minutes behind. Like, so, so basically together. what you're saying is, is you're, you're okay with your own shortcomings if you have other fucking things that are great. Mm. How do you justify that mental gymnastics? They're fucking genius. The fuck out of here. Go, that, that motherfucker's working at Starbucks. I love it. Whatever the fuck you're doing, go work at Starbucks because mm. that's where you're going to end up. Mm. Oh, I make a great latte, but I was fucking late. Fucking loser ass shit. Oh, man. I fucking love that shit. Yeah. I love it. Well, it's loser shit. No, it is. It is. You can't be on fucking time. Oh, your time's more valuable than fucking mine. Mm. I don't think so. Yeah. Be late here, bro. See, that person couldn't cut it at this level. We're the major leagues here. You know, that's the fuck. They're in the little leagues. That's a little league question. Be on time and be perfect. And then you'll get an opportunity to play in the big leagues. I fucking love it, man. Well, yeah. Guys, Andy, that's all I got, man. That's three. You better share that shit, that caramel. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, doesn't know. Headshot, case closed. Close.